Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and Deirdre Serego, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And man, do we have a great show for you guys today. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Ronnie. How are you today? I'm doing really good. Happy about our show. And let's hope we get it rocking and rolling. Meanwhile, you know, we have a new set here and they went high tech. So we have this stainless steel table or whatever it is. And the lights are reflecting off of it, and I think I just got a third-degree burn. You look great. I look tan. This thing is like a, a you know those reflectors that you tan with. I love it. How are you, Chad? <laughs> I'm doing well. That's that's like an industrial table or something, isn't it? It's very very high tech. Don't get smart. You could put Shazam up there and groom that thing. Uh, <laughs> please don't call him in here. He's like down. he'll hop up here. Like yesterday when we were setting it all up. Like he jumped up on the chair. We put headphones on him. He was like super cute. He was like ready to go. Yeah. So we we want we don't want him to knock our cameras out of whack this week. Roger that. Now they're on steel girders and stuff, so he can't do that anymore. The whole studio has been revamped, sort yeah. of under construction. Still L- looks very sturdy. No so doubt. what's up, everybody? Say hi to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. We want to say hey to everybody in the chat room. Thanks for tuning in. If you hit the ITV button at the top of the W4CY page, you'll actually be able to see Ron and I in the studio, and that's how you'll also see our guests Skyping in. So we want to say hey, lots of people in the chat room. Hello, Jimmy McCrary uh, from overthemoon.blogspot.com. We got Rebel, 
guest Agatha, Andrea, there's a whole bunch of people. I don't know who you are. Jane Yates, Jimmy McCrary, Catherine, everybody in the chat room, thanks so much. So uh, happy to have you guys here, and we're going to have a really good time today on the Jimmy Star Show. And thank you for all the nice things you write on my Facebook page, Jane and James McCary and uh, Jane's, Jane Yates. Oh, look at that. Way to go. I'm remembering names. Oh, and Dave Hughes is in the chat room, too. <laughs> Stars Now UK. What's up, everybody? we got a great show. We've got Skeet Ulrich coming on the show, and after that, we're going to have Betsy Russell, and it's going to be a lot of fun. She's no relation to me, by the way, <laughs> Betsy Russell. I'm more related to Betsy Ross. She was my twin yeah. sister, <laughs> Betsy Ross. We also want to give a shout-out. Stefan's in the chat room. What's up, Stefan? Hey, Stefan. How's the pretty lady? There you go. What's up, Tina? I don't know if Tina's in there, too, but she Tina, Tina, Bobana, Bana, Bana, Bobana, Tina. So we got a really good show. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited about it, and... I forgot what I was going to say. Isn't that funny? I just had a brain fart. <laughs> oh, I know what I, I was going to say. expression. I despise. Oh, brain fart? Must you repeat it? <laughs> just say you had a loss of memory at 50. It happens. Okay. What's up, guest goddess is in the chat room. Oh, my goddess is there. Hello, my darling. How are you, goddess? Answer right on this. Write something nasty and sexy and perverted. So I want to, like, Ooh. thank everybody who tuned in last week. Last week, uh, the John Berriman Show actually was our... Our highest listened-to show ever in our five-year history. We got 270,000 plays on SoundCloud. The YouTube video has about 10 or 12,000 views, not including playing on W4CY with their huge listening audience and all the other radio stations. So we want to like thank everybody for who tuned in. And I got a John Berriman uh, action figure this weekend. We went to Geneva this weekend, and we were in an antique shop, and I actually got his John Captain Jack Harkness uh, Doctor Who Torchwood action figure for eight bucks. I was so stoked. <laughs> and, and I got a stiff, stuffed nose. Oh. No, no. The <laughs> antique store was a thousand years old, and we went down in the cellar, and the mold was just smiling and jumping at my face. <laughs> and my nose today is still stuffed. My throat is raw. I despise mold, and I hate the smell of basements. I didn't buy anything because I ha I, I'm really not into that old crap. I have so much old junk on my own I could sell. But we had a great time at Geneva. We stayed at a magnificent home, which was built in 1936. And it's an English Tudor mansion that belongs to Chef Kim, my dear friends, and her husband, Stephen. They were wonderful hosts. We had a great time lunching with everybody, going on the boat around the lake was fun. Uh, restful, peaceful. Now it's back to crazy time. Actually, it wasn't that restful. Yeah, well, I mean, besides... <laughs> we the, were, like, on the go. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they drink. People, people up there drink because I guess they're close to Canada and it gets cold in the winter, so they're drinkers. And all I did was, like, Bloody Marys and vodka martinis and stuff. And I'm not a great drinker. So I was, like, sort of flying around half of the time I was up there. So I had a great time. It was a lot of fun, though. And it's a great place to live, except... For that fact that, like, in the wintertime, it's, like, below 20 degrees, below that zero. That was only last winter, she said. <laughs> but the prior winters were much nicer. They were, like, maybe 15 degrees above, which is pretty warm for all the way up. Chad, do you like State. cold weather? I do. We used to go, uh, well, I used to live in Kansas for the first 10, 11 years of my life. And we'd always go across the border to Colorado every year and go skiing in the mountains. So I grew it's, up with it. I kind of like it. But I don't miss it. Uh, you know, I don't miss the, you know, being snowed in part of it. That's the part I love. And Colorado, the snows are totally different because there's no humidity. And it's high altitude, so it's dry. 
Uh, whereas Lake Geneva, I don't know if it's high or not, but it was it's a humid cold because it was a very humid heat. Uh, the summer that, that that we were up there was summer weather, and it's very hot and humid. So, Jimmy, what have you got to say? I'm tired today. I haven't got my usual bang-bang. Uh, I got all kinds of cool stuff to say. First of all, you guys. Hey, Chad, let's look for our uh, Love and Soul Tour commercial. Roger and that. And like, do a little like plug, you guys. The Love and Soul Tour is coming October 23rd to the Mabel Barn Amphitheater. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. The Mabel Barn Amphitheater is in Mableton, Georgia, which is like Atlanta. And uh, we're featuring Tevin Campbell, C.C. Peniston, Tony Terry, P.M. Dawn, Men at Large, B. Angie B. and Gino. And here's the commercial. Take it away, the Chad. The is timeless. Their sounds are explosive. Coming for just one night. It's the Love and Soul Tour, Friday, October 23rd, featuring Tevin Campbell, B.N.G.B., C.C. Peniston, R&B sensation Gino, Tony Terry, Men at Large, Special guest PM Don coming to the Maple House Barnes Ample Theater Friday, October 23rd. It's bring your own beverages. General admission tickets $35. Reserve seating and VIP tickets available. Tickets on sale this Friday, August 21st at 10 p.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Sponsored by Kiss 104.1 and Sasha the Diva. Spectra Music Group. Channel Magazine. It's the Love and Soul Tour. There you go, everybody. So tickets are on sale now. Ticketmaster.com. It's going to be awesome. And Ron and I are going to be there. There are some songs that just last forever, and you enjoy them, listening to them years and years later, like Finally. I still rock from Finally. I still sing with it. It still makes me feel happy. And I, ca- I hope, are they going to sing it? I hope it. Yes, they, of course they are. Oh, well, the, you know, they're going to have me all over the place. I mean, I will be dancing and jumping and screaming and whatevering. Finally, there I found go. someone to love me. Finally. Finally, it has happened to me. Love that song. <laughs> love it, love it. Here's love another it. song you love. We haven't played this song in a really long oh, time. Angie B. And so I thought we is... would like play it because we're going to start playing some of the music that you'll hear of the people performing live when you come to the, to the, um, to the concert. Um, also, we want to give a shout out to Andrew. He's new in the chat room. He's a big Betsy Russell fan. And, um, and so here's what we're going to do. This is for all you lovers out there. This is BNGB. And what's the name of the song? Ron Russell. Love. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was good. Oh, 
that's her new single, Love. It's uh, going to chart on Billboard, and you can see it at the Mabel Barn Amphitheater on the Love and Soul Tour, October 23rd. And Ron had his eyes closed the whole time. Well, because <laughs> I love that song so much, because when Jimmy and I got married, we chose that to be our wedding song. And uh, it just flips me out when I listen to it, because I love BNGP. She's a darling, a beautiful girl with a great voice. And that piece of music is sensational. So, everybody, chat room and everybody. Oh, wait. I was just about to, like, announce our guest coming on. There he's coming back. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Skeet Ulrich, what's up? How you doing? Thanks for having me. Doing great. Absolutely. Doing great. So, some reason, that you just got blurry. Chad, how come he went blurry? That's all good. It was just focusing. Oh, okay. It's just drinking. And, and how come he's so dark? No, he's he's been in the sun. Yeah, there you go. No, so, I don't mean his skin, I mean his light. <laughs> this guy's picky. So what's up? What's up? So everybody, this is Skeet Ulrich. Before we get started, let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town co-star, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, how you doing? Can you yeah. lighten up a little so we can see your face clearly? <laughs> no, let me see. Like spiritually or? <laughs> no, 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 Hang on. I don't know what it is. There we are. There we no, go. No, we're us. good. We're good. It's us. Awesome. Oh, there you are. Now you look I fabulous. There Wh you go. Why don't you take the hat off so we could get a really good look? No way. And then the sh <laughs> and then and then take the there you go. That's okay. the fans. Now wish. Now take off the shirt. Oh boy, here we go. And then the and then your jeans. Oh, those are already off. Oh, <laughs> just can't see it. Well, now, now take off your underwear. That's and then stand up and clap. <laughs> With what? Both hands, so we know where you are. So, so before we get started, let me ask you to introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Skeet, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And we've got a, a chat room full of people, and so how about you give a shout-out to the chat room? Hi, Mom. No. There you go. Is Mom in the chat room? She Could might be. be. You never yeah. know. Mothers are all over You this. know who is in the chat room, though? You have to give a shout-out to Andrea Deaton. I don't know if she runs one of your fan things or not, but like she tweets you all over the place, and she's in the chat room. So let's give a shout-out to Andrea. Absolutely. She's amazing. I met her in Texas, I believe it was, and uh, she's incredible. Or maybe it was New Mexico. She'll know. Um, That's but, one. yeah, she's incredible. And then you also have somebody called Rat, Rat Keeper. Do you know who Rat Keeper is? No, but maybe it could help me out. I got problems. <laughs> no, uh, in the chat room, they're called Rat Keeper, but they said they run your, like, Facebook fan page or something. I don't know who they are exactly, but just say, hey, Rat Keeper. <laughs> hey, Rat Keeper. Thank you for everything you do. There you go. All right. So welcome to the show. We're very happy, happy to have you. How's life? Everything going good? Everything's great. Everything's really good. Kids have started high school, which is unbelievable. You have um, twins or something, right? I have twins, yeah. They just started high school three weeks ago, and they're loving it, and that's always a big what accomplishment. What did you get your wife pregnant when you were 19? 15, ah, 15? I love you even more. You tried no, to get me naked, and then you like complimented me. This is going awesome. Like high school kids. Oh, uh, I was 31 when they were born. Okay, let's get back to the original thing I asked you. How about fr frontal nudity? Because, you no, I ask all our celebrities that because there was a big thing in Hollywood a couple of weeks ago when, um, what's his name? Jimmy Quick, I forgot his name. Oh, the guy, the guy who's gifted. Oh, my um, God, who came on. He said he wants to do frontal nudity. He's a big actor. Oh, my God. I can't, you know what I'm talking about? Is it Fassbender? 
No, no. it wasn't. But he's, uh, yeah, he's he, he's fine there. Do you though. think I could remember <laughs> his name? See, I should really never do this. But anyway, he wanted. To, he said that it's not fair to have women doing frontal and not men, and he wanted all his fellow actors to do frontals. Question <laughs> is, would you do a frontal? Yeah, I think if it fit the, you know. Oh, it was Kevin Bacon. It was Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Then the oh, chat yeah. room's helping us with yeah, that. Yeah, because that was the article. Kevin Bacon wants to show the bacon. Uh-huh. That's what the headline was. So uh, I feel the same way that you do. I mean, nobody wants to see me naked, but if by chance they had a horror film and they wanted the good-looking lead to suddenly turn into a wretched old man, then I could do the frontal, you know, naked thing as the wretched old man, or the degenerate old guy that chases young skirt. Anyway, well, let's let's talk about your wife, blonde, redhead, brunette. I'm not married. I'm not. Oh, married. I have yeah. a daughter. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. My daughter was second runner-up in Miss America. She was Miss Long Island, Miss New York State. She's a blonde, green-eyed Michelle Pfeiffer look-alike. Wow. And she's Italian like me. And she cooks and cleans and keeps her lovely little home. And she'd have a heart attack if he knew she, you were, she was I pimping you out right now. And she's, no, and, she, and she's built, and they're real. They're not waterproof. She's not taken. How is that? How is it that she's not taken? Well, it's a long story and one that I can't go on the air with. <laughs> but she was seeing a very famous actor, and it didn't work. And she's sort of just dating around. Gotcha. Uh, you know, actors tend to be uh, runarounds. Yeah, they can be. They can, <laughs> they can well, be. <laughs> anyway, she's beautiful, and she's available. Oh, her name is Leslie. She, she, she's a tabletop designer. Which is she incredible. does what? She tabletop does designer. She's a tabletop designer. You would know about that. She designs how to set your dishes and stuff, you know. Oh, Tells okay. people how to do, do their tables for dinner parties and things. I build tables, so that would be perfect. Well, that's there good. you can have tables in You common. can build them and she can, like, design them. Right, so exactly. go back to your kids well, real wait quick. Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm selling my daughter. Know, Shut up for a minute. I'm, what do you mean, come on? This could turn into something. How do you think actors meet real people and not screwball other actors? This way, in, by introduction, I will send you a picture of her. Tell me if you're interested. I'll give you a phone number. <laughs> you, you know what, Jimmy? If they get married, I'm going to bitch smack you all over this <laughs> fucking studio. Me too. You too. I mean, look, he's a handsome man. My daughter go for him. Of course he is. He's, he's got like nice, a total... and he's got good teeth. That means he's healthy. He's like a total like sex sex bomb. Everybody, all the girls are freaking out over you. Yeah, all the guys are freaking my, out. Over my my daughter is special. She's extremely special. Not so, because she's my. Daughter. So are your children guys? Do you have two boys or two girls? I have one of each. Oh, a boy and a girl, and they're twins. How cool is that? It's kind of like Escape to Witch Mountain. I know. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, like, I would like totally love that. That's yeah, been amazing. It's like a sociological experiment. Girls definitely mature faster. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, do they get along well? Like, cause they, do they have the same kind of interest and stuff? Uh, they don't necessarily have the same kind of interest or same type of interest, but they, they get along pretty well. They're like an old married couple. They've been, you know, they know each other better than anybody. They've spent so much time together. Um, they definitely get at each other's throats, but they uh, they also have each other's backs. So there you go. Yeah. So tell me, do you cook? Who cooks? Who feeds you? I cook. I cook. You cook. I do. Yeah. Now yeah, you look yeah. Latin. Are you Italian? Spanish? What's your background? I'm not sure to tell you the truth, and that's a long story as to why I'm not sure. But um, I, I don't really know my dad, so I'm not sure what where you know what his lineage is, um, and. Uh, I know my mom knows, but I haven't. I, don't, I didn't really ask for some reason, so I'm not sure. What's your mother's maiden name? 
Rudd, R-U-D-D. That's German. Okay. So then you've got German blood. I would say you looked Italian. You know, could be. Jimmy's yeah. adopted. Jimmy's I'm adopted, so I don't know what I am either. I, I think he's right. Jewish. <laughs> I hope he's Jewish. I don't know what I am, but like we're well, working my mom, is, my mom converted to Judaism when she married my stepdad of 25 years now. Um, so that's not make me Jewish, but right. she, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not Jewish. I just want Jimmy to be Jewish. <laughs> I, I I love Jewish men. I think they're the best men in the world. Um, he acts Jewish. He does everything Jewish. You know, if, if there's a possibility. Everybody in the chat room says your kids are fabulous, and oh, something about you. the girl on the roof. What's the girl on the roof? You must have directed that. Did you direct the girl on the roof? I did. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a piece that we made for my daughter so she could get a taste. I've tried to keep her out of it. Well, I have kept her out of the business until she's old enough to. Uh, you know, to be able to handle it. And, um, but she wants to act. So she's done plays and all kinds of stuff outside of the, the business. Um, but I wanted her to have a taste of what it was like to, you know, have to work 16 hours a day on a set so she could see if she really did want to do that. That's good. Yeah. Did she do it? She was amazing. She was amazing. She, um, she won an award at the Williamsburg Film Festival there in Brooklyn, um, and she's extraordinary in the film, and um, decided at the end of it that she definitely didn't want to be a child actor because every time she picked up her phone to text a friend, I was like, no, put it down, you need to focus. And so after five days of that, she was like, I definitely... I definitely wait till I'm older. <laughs> yeah. Now, is there a way that we can see the film? Is it up anywhere? Or how do people see it if they want to uh, see it? We don't have it up anywhere yet. Um, but as soon as soon as we figure that out, I will let you know. Um, it's yeah. it's um it's been at you know it's done its festival run, so it it it's possible for it to be seen by everybody. When you're doing festivals, you can't put it online anywhere. Right. Um, so now that that's done, I, I just have to figure out what's the best way for people to see it. Put it on Vimeo. Well, if you don't mind putting it up for free, you can put it on Vimeo. And then every like we put our shows up on Vimeo and they get tons of hits. So like oh, it's yeah? kind of a cool thing to do. Yeah. Now, will she work under your name? Uh, she's Naya Ulrich. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Another Ulrich. I mean, I'm the, all my family are race car drivers. So I was the first one to sort of step out of that family business and, Become an actor. Wow. <laughs> all right. Oh, must have been thrilled. They must be happy, though, because look at all the success you've had. Which, by the way, uh, like I want to do like a six degrees of separation. So I want to start off by talking a little bit about as good as it gets. Okay. Uh, because, number one, we had Jamie Kennedy uh, on the show a couple months ago. So we've had Jamie Kennedy on the show. Now we have you on the show. You were both in, in Scream, which kind of like really like majorly launched you. Yeah. Uh, which you want to say, uh, rest in peace, Wes Craven. I know, so sad. What a great director and a great writer. Um, so that's sad. But, but tell us a little bit about as good as it gets, because basically you like played an emotionally conflicted gay hustler. Yeah, you know, the movie was like such a huge hit. I mean, yeah. like, really like huge. So how was all that for you? And and how was it playing like a, a hustler? Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was you know I had twelve scenes cut out of the movie because Jim's first cut of the film was nearly five hours long and he had so much you know we shot so much uh there was a love relationship that developed between greg kinnear and i that's beyond what you see in the film now and then the 
original ending was them trying to bring me to justice and Jack, uh, they sent Jack to go pick me up on the street, which the scene started off with, um, I'd like to purchase a blowjob. And <laughs> you sound just like him, too. <laughs> I talked to him a couple of days ago on the phone. And, uh, Stay on the air another week. I'll be shocked. Last, <laughs> last week, our star... Jimmy asked him, say one of the lines from the movie that you did, whatever movie they were discussing. Wait, 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 wait tell him. Uh, we had John Berriman on. I don't know if you know who he is. Right. He's like in Arrow and, and he's in a bunch of stuff. And he was in Shark Attack 3 Megadalon. And he and that's like a cult-like B-horror film, but it's a really big one. And so his line was... This is his line. Uh, I, I feel like I'm a little out of it and I want to eat your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so between that and your last sentence, we're off the air for sure. <laughs> no. I Heart will have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> That's okay. We got 270,000 plays of last week's show, yeah, so but it worked. I keeps sending, <laughs> I Heart keeps sending me notices. Mr. Russell, eliminate the F word. That's okay. Don't worry about it. We love it. Great. <laughs> because great. they think I use the word fuck a lot. I really don't. <laughs> Hardly I do I ever use the word fuck. fuck. Nobody says fuck randomly. You Nobody says yeah. fuck anymore. We don't do that stuff. But anyway, listen, that word today has become, hi, how are you? Because you don't say hello anymore. You say, hey, how the fuck are you? So, <laughs> you know, it's it's an endearment. <laughs> so, so you got well, where I come from in Brooklyn, New York, it's an endearment. <laughs> it is. It is. I don't believe I it. So, so, okay, so you got as good as it gets. A lot of it got cut out, but the movie was still like a huge hit. The movie was amazing. I'll tell you, one of the, I mean, there were so many great things that happened during it, along with, you know, working with the people involved from Jim Brooks to Jack, Helen, Greg, Cuba Gooding, who I worked with again later. Um, it, was, it was an extraordinary experience. One of the most interesting things, though, was when I was 18, I went to D.C. to see an art exhibit. And it was right at the end of the Cold War, and they had this 10 plus 10, which was they paired 10 uh, Soviet painters with 10 American painters. And there was one piece in particular that I just fell in love with. And I remembered the painter's name, the American painter's name, for years. And his name's Billy Sullivan. So cut to pre-production for as good as it gets. Uh, they said to me, you need to go sit with the painter to have the portrait painted. And sure enough, it was Billy Sullivan. Who, who did the painting for the movie. <laughs> so I just gushed over him. And, you know, and uh, so, you know, we go, I, I was living in Virginia when we started doing the ADR for the film and I flew out and Jim Brooks met me in my car and he said, I've got some really bad news. You know, I, I had to cut so much of your work. It was great work, but I just didn't fit in the film. The film was too long, you know, and we had to stick with Jack's story, of course. And um, he said, but as, you know, condolence, I want to give you the painting. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. So he gave me the painting. I, I, I'm not, you know, I, I don't want it in my house. I don't want a painting of me. So I gave it to my mom and she's had it ever since and still has it. Sweet. Um, yeah. And every morning she gets up and bows to it <laughs> and praises it and say, look at my son. I'm so Woo! excited. You guys are bad. Hey, Skeet. I wanted to, get, but I couldn't get in This is our other daughter, and she's one of our co-hosts, Deidre. Say hello. Thank you. I love you, too. Hey, Skeet, I love you. I wanted to be on, but I couldn't get in hair and makeup fast enough. So oh, that's why I'm photobombing or crashing your interview. <laughs> no worries. No worries. <sighs> nice to meet you too. <laughs> that, that's the redheaded daughter. She's available also. 
Jeez. No, anymore. not anymore. Oh, wait, wait. No, open the button. When did you get divorced? Wait a second. Open the button. Uh, you got divorced? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, well, it happens, I guess. Next uh, time you're in New York, we should go meet for coffee, talk about breakups, divorces. Sounds great. I may be there at the end of September. I may be there at the end of September, you said. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, we'll take you out to dinner. Okay, cool. Awesome. <laughs> no, Deirdre will go, not us. We don't want to go out with him. I do. <laughs> oh, you're, that's because you're a homo that's going to get his face no, punched. Not from that. Not from that. Just you're going to ski already. You're going to be one dead fruit in about another minute. <laughs> He's cute, but I'm cuter. All right. I'm so, uh, hey, uh, just in case you don't know, Ron and I are actually married. We're the only gay married syndicated television radio show host together. So, we're actually like married. So, when I say I, I want to go out to dinner, it's only because you're cool and it'd be fun to hang out. That would be awesome. Congratulations, by the way. How long have you been married? Two years and October 15th. Awesome. How long have you been together? Much longer. Three years, October 15th. Years. <laughs> <laughs> you went quick. Well, I'm kind of old, so we had to work fast. There you go. <laughs> so at my age, time is limited, so you speed everything up. I know. It's same, it's same when you're really young. You know, you just jump right in. I'm waiting for Jimmy to get pregnant now so I can have another child. I want to stop. <laughs> still doors. trying. That's all that matters. I got two daughters. Everybody in the chat room who's asking, Deirdre's coming on in a little bit. She'll and, be uh, on. She'll my be my on. actress daughter who's been busy all over the globe auditioning. That's what your daughter's going to have to go through, auditioning and talking and reading scripts. And she had a terrible time. She was do I shouldn't say it, but I will. She was rehearsing for a play. And everybody in it must have been out of their minds because they didn't know what they were doing. And Deirdre's a professional. And one other actor was a professional. And the rest of them, she thought, just came from a carnival or from some kind of a circus. And anyway, she's left the play. And we won't discuss the name of it to ruin it. But my poor daughter worked all those weeks. That's why she... Oh, she and three other actors. They all walked. They all left because it was going to make That's it look bad. That's how bad the director was. The director was from Planet, you know, Zuluza. And uh, anyway, so we won't mention it. That's why everybody. She wasn't on the air for the last three weeks. There we go. But she's back. She's coming back. She's back. So let's go back to you. So you got Scream. First of all, let's talk about the craft, though. Okay, so because the craft is probably like the coolest witch movie, one of the coolest witch movies ever. Um, you know, your role is very funny because i don't know I, it was a very funny role it was a really great role i met Farusa balk and neve campbell because i go to a lot of conventions where we meet people because that's how i like get in touch with them oh. to you know, bring them on the show a lot of the time yeah. uh, so uh yeah. neve was very nice you know Farusa's is a little different but very nice and yeah. uh and it's a super cool ass movie like tell me like what you thought because that was kind of like one of your first bigger movies it was it was the third movie i, I shot in my career um and it was uh it was really interesting. I, uh, you know, I knew Robin Tunney from New York. From uh, I lived seven years in New York. Uh, went to NYU, and I, I knew her from there. So it was nice to work with her again, and um, it was a great experience. And yeah, it was it was the first big film that I had come out, and it came out while we were shooting Scream, and was number one at the box office. And Nev and I were ecstatic, um, having both been in it, and. Uh, but it, it was, uh, it was a really, really interesting part and, you know, uh, something that was, you know, kind of tricky to, to latch onto initially, but, but that ultimately I really loved to play. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I watch it like once a year. Oh yeah. I think it's just awesome. I have a lot of like movies that I like a lot. So I watch them all the time. Just like scream, like, you know, scream is probably like one of the coolest fun 
horror franchises that's ever been out, and the yeah. fact that you were like it's in the, the first most one, successful, I would say it's the most successful. Yeah. And I was like, I was always thinking that it would have been cool if somehow they would have like brought you back, uh, like somehow, bring like Billy in one back. of the last bring ones, Billy just back. to bring you back because. Because, I don't know. I just always thought they might do that, but they didn't do it. But it was a great franchise. And the first one, obviously, is the best one always anyway. Um, so at least you were in the first you know one. What? We're always talking about good films. What film do you wish you did not do that you hated the film and the way they directed you? And you'd say to yourself, I wish I never did that film. Which film was that? <laughs> Uh, one in particular that I shot in Amsterdam um, called Soul Assassin that um, – you know, it it was it was kind of a money job because uh, my my wife at the time was pregnant with the twins, and I knew I was going to take time off when they were born, so I I needed to stockpile some money to take that time off, and it was. I wish I hadn't have done it. I'm glad I did it because it allowed me to to be there with my kids the you know first year and a half of their lives without having to go to work, and um, but but it was a piece of shit. Um, your fans say it's awesome, man. Like, I mean, dude, you got diehard fans. Which it's funny because Lance Henriksen's been on the show a couple times, and he's kind of like a friend of mine. And I talked to him one time, uh, not on the air, but just about like movies he's done. And I was like, dude, you know, some of your movies, I, I watch all of them, but some of them really suck. And he's like, the ones that really suck, those are like my my alimony boom, alimony movies. You know, to make sure I can make my alimony payments. <laughs> your pay your rent movies. So it's go to, usually go to the case. Um, you know, I mean, I. I've been fortunate. I've I've worked with a lot of really talented directors and and on some really good material with some great actors. And occasionally, you know, I mean, you go through waves of reasons why you do things that aren't necessarily uh, for the art of it. And I I agree with you. I I'm, I did a film that I'm I, I will burn every copy if I possibly could find it. He won't even let us show it to anybody. No, no, no. In we fact, all have a movie. No, in fact, we were just up in Lake Geneva with friends, and my friend Sue turned around and she said, "When can I see blah 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 blah?" Never. I said, "Never." <laughs> she said, "What do you mean never?" I said, "There's no copies in existence." I had my Brooklyn friends, you know, shoot everybody that had one and burn or the rest. Them. Of them. So What's I can't say it because I don't want to dish it because it may someday get on on that. It's gonna be on Netflix eventually. I'll kill <laughs> I, you know, and the bad, oh, no. the sad part is I played a nasty cop from Brooklyn and I was good. So huh. the yeah. rest of the crew it that was, was just bad writing and bad. It was just bad, bad, bad. But wait, let's go. Well, he tried. Wait, wait. I made film, I made so. a little list, you know, because I always like to do kind of like the brag list, like because you know, like you've worked with some huge, huge phenomenal oh, people yeah. so i'm gonna just like for anybody who doesn't know who i don't know how you would not know who skeet is but uh if you I don't here's name. a list here's a list of some of the cool people that he's actually like worked with besides jack nicholson and helen hunt from as good as it gets right um uh you also got sharon stone winona Ryder, lucas haas matt dillon faye dunaway gary sinisi vigo mortensen christopher walken bridget fonda matthew mcconaughey ethan hawk cuba gooding jr toby mcguire gary oldham william devane christian kane which i, I want to see that movie you just I did christian i love kane. christian kane i've been i'm gonna tweet to him oh, i love christian I love kane him. he was on that show um leverage not, <laughs> leverage i loved that show so, so, so kudos to you and congratulations to that thank you my ears burn. You, you tell me I'm not close well, enough. Well, don't so. scream. Jesus. Let's talk about Christian Kane because you did a movie, oh. 50 to 1. You just did it last year. Uh, yeah. I watched the, the preview. Is that out where we can see it? 
Um, it's out on uh, some of the. I don't know if it, if it's on Netflix or iTunes. I, I was at Redbox for a while. Um, I was on DirecTV for a while. I'm not sure where it's sort of at now. I know the DVDs are out there, and uh, it was in a limited release. I think it showed in 300 theaters, maybe, um, for a while. And uh, but now it sh- you should be able to get a hold of it. I've got three questions wait, for wait, you. Wait, 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 wait. Is Christian Kane pretty cool? Like, like I've never met him, but like, he- I'm fortunate to call him a dear friend. We worked together on a, a Spielberg series, Into the West, uh, and he w- and we met then. Many that's had to be close to ten years ago now, and uh, he's salt of the earth, great human That's being. Awesome. I always oh, love that when I hear that they're really cool. I've heard Chris is very true blue. He's not Hollywood. He's also an extremely talented musician and has a band he that has is. gone before. Yeah. But he's supposed to be a very down to earth, grounded, salted kind of Midwest boy because I believe he's from the Midwest. And yes, because yes. you can shoot the shit with him and have you know Hollywood conversation, but then also actually really get to know somebody. I mean, not that I have, but he just seems like it. Where you I can know. actually have dialogue, where you're like, well, "Look at us, we're two human beings. We both are in, in this this field, and we can connect on so many levels. And we're not intimidated. We're not scared to reveal to and each he, other." He did a movie That's with nice. Monica like in the early 2000s called Love Song, and he played like a she was like a singer, and he played like a rocker singer guy, and they oh. were dating, and he was black and she was white, and their parents had a heart attack, and it was a really good movie. I have it on VHS. Everybody should see it. Love song. It's really good. <laughs> I love three questions for you. Number yeah. one, how'd you get your first name? Uh, baseball coach when I was 10 said I, I played outfield and he said I was small and fast like a mosquito. So he started calling me Skeeter. Oh, and then nice. it's had all around the school like wildfire and, and around my family until the point that anybody called me Brian. I wouldn't even turn around. Right. Oh, now, that's your real second, name, Brian. Second question. <laughs> Sharon Stone. My mm-hmm. daughter worked for Platinum. Leslie, okay. my other daughter, in Hollywood. And she handled Sharon. What did you think of Sharon Stone? Tough broad, right? She is tough. I, you know, she was really sweet to me. That was the second film I had done. I played her brother. It was Bruce Beresford directed it, who is an Oscar-winning director. I did Tender Mercies and black robe and i mean many beautiful films um she was she was really great to me uh really nice um very personable uh you know wanted to teach me the ropes if you will and um and yeah i i really enjoyed my time with her and i saw her more recently um a few years ago uh at the NASCAR race out here and she was the grand marshal. So she was waving the green flag to start the race. And my son's been racing since he was nine years old. And now he's going in the family business. Yeah. And so I introduced them and, and she told him what she was doing at the race. And he said, Oh, can I have the green flag? And she said, well, if they let me keep it, I'll, I'll make sure you get it. And sure enough, Two days later, it showed up at the front door. She had it sent over. Oh, wow, yeah, how cool. Nice yeah, Sharon, Leslie used to go to Sharon's house, and she said Sharon was absolutely drop-dead gorgeous because she came down without one drop of makeup on, nothing. Her skin was just creamed, and Leslie said she's very beautiful. Third question is, 
uh, Christopher Walken. I yes. know Chris. I used to ride the BMT with him when he was on Broadway as a young guy of 19 when he was in The King and I. And his parents owned a Walken's Bakery on Broadway and 31st Street in Astoria, Queens. So I got all my birthday cakes from him. I haven't seen Chris since we were 21 years old. I'm dying to run into him, and I will one day. I've got so much to talk to him about. I love him. Tell me, what's that crazy bastard like? Uh, he's, he's exactly he's like that. He's, he's, he's immensely talented, as everybody knows. Absolutely. And you know, uh, that was that was probably the fifth film I did, the one we did together for Paul Schrader. And um, uh, he, you know, initially he was I was quite intimidated, but he he's just so easy to be around and to work with. And he, you know, he has his he has his uh, you know eccentric behaviors for sure. But um, one time I had to use the bathroom, I knocked on his trailer door because it was closest to the set and. He answered the door and I looked inside and he had a fish in his hands, uncut, unscaled, and he was just gnawing on it. And I was like, uh, Chris, what are you doing? And he, and he looked up and he was like, having lunch. Oh, I guess he likes sushi. That's I, I, taking sushi I, I to another level. He was either joking or the fact that they're German. German people eat fish. Oh, right? I would never do that. Uncooked yeah. like that? Just raw? Well, yeah. Don't you eat sushi? Chris Walken, sushi, Chris Walken was funny. Even when he was 19 years old, he used to wear a red shirt, white tight dungarees, red socks, and white tennis sneakers. And that was his little outfit. And he was always peculiar. I knew his wife very well, his ex-wife very well. She's gone on to becoming an agent for actors. Out of, she used to be out of Queens Plaza, Queens. Now she's in Manhattan. Georgiana. Georgiana Walken, who's a doll, too. They got divorced. Uh, Oh, they've been divorced for years, Georgiana and Chris. Yeah, he might have another wife. No, no, then. no, no. He's never married. He never remarried. Okay. No, he's he's he's. he's always, I believe he was, what? I thought they were together when we worked together. Oh, they might have been back maybe then. Maybe back then. But, yeah, they might. Have been, no, have been but they've been ago. divorced for a while. Okay. They've been divorced for a while. So let's go. Let's go. Uh, first of all, we want to thank everybody in the chat room. They're posting up like tons of like pictures and like they're like here's sexy pictures of Skeet. Lots of them are <laughs> lots of them are uh, about Jericho. So we ought to at least mention Jericho uh, in your body of work because it was a great show. Uh, why don't you speak to that a little bit? Because like you're, there's a lot of Jericho fans in the chat room. <laughs> I have to say, you know, of all the, I mean, you know, you when you work on any project, you become intensely close with the people you're working with. It's um, you know, you're away from civilization, if you will, you know, it's, it's, it's like a traveling circus and you get so tight and you hope to keep up with each other. And, um, of all the jobs I've done, Jericho is the only one that we've truly, the cast has kept up with each other and on a weekly, if not daily basis for most of us, uh, it's that extraordinary of a group of people. Um, from John Turtletab to Lenny James and Alicia Coppola lives right down the street from me. Kenny Mitchell lives down the street. Um, uh, you know, it's it was such a great time for all of us. It was sad what CBS did to the show. You know, they basically blamed us for their marketing mistakes, and uh, and that cost us the show. But what else? Yeah, yeah. But um, actually. 
Actually, too, like they're all, all the, your your Jericho fans seem to be like the most vocal. Uh, pull your hat off one more time and play with your hair for them. Oh. They're, like, oh, they're all talking about how great your hair is. So yeah, there you, you go. Still have your hair. That's yeah. Nice. You still have all you have your hair. Fantastic. Hair. You have to make a man bun <laughs> in the back. Make a man That's not bun. long enough to do that yet. Yeah, it sure it is. You can do a man bun on the top. So I had to cut it. I had to cut it a few weeks ago for a show that coincidentally Alicia Coppola and I are doing for John Turtletab. Um, and uh, and so I had to I had to cut the length off of it, but it was down to here um, in the front. Actually, you sent me a picture of that, right? Yes, I, did. Oh, I was going to use it, but then I thought people might not be able to tell that that's you. That's why I didn't want to use it. <laughs> it was cool though with the long hair. So, what yeah. you, do you have a, something that's your favorite work, or like your fav, top two or three favorite works of all the things that you've done? Um, I I love the story that. Gary Oldman and I did with Mary Steenburgen and Rada Mitchell and uh, baby. nobody's baby. Um, it's it's a beautiful story about you know somehow love is ultimately all that matters in terms of raising kids and it doesn't matter how much money you have or where you come from if you impart love to that baby to that child that's all that all you need to do and you know it was a really interesting story and and to work with him was phenomenal i actually got a phone call from him on my farm in virginia that i would have sworn it was friends of mine playing a joke because you know he's like hey hey mate it's gary i i just you know i want to ask you to do this film with me and i was like who is this there's no and sure enough it turned out to be him and we wound up doing this film together but to be asked by Gary Oldman to do a, a movie was probably the highlight of my career. Um, yeah. That's true. Just this beginning of your career, the real highlights will come later on when you're getting an Oscar. Oh, from your lips to Okay, so from my lips to your ears to do great work. You can get that out. You actually do, though. You don't have a lot of stinker movies. A lot of people we have come on, like, they've got, like, a great body of work, but they all have a lot more stinker movies. You don't really have too many stinker movies. Well, I've been smart. You know, I've saved my money. I, you know, I could have been the guy driving Ferraris around town, and I, I've, you know, I've put my money to good use and saved it so that I don't have to do Take a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, good for you. Now, where are you living? Don't give us where. Just give us the town. I'm in Los Angeles. Okay, you're in L.A. City. We have L.A. and Virginia. You yeah, well, no, I, I sold that farm in Virginia several years ago now, unfortunately. Um, uh, but that's all right. I mean, I the place we have here, we've lived 10 years, and my kids know it as home, and I hope to never have to get rid of it. It's a real uh, – it's a beautiful place in L.A. I don't see any other houses. I'm surrounded by redwood trees and mountains. and Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I have a good idea where you are now. Now, I have a question about training because I'm always one. I love to know where actors, where they came from as far as training. Are you one of those stories where you just kind of hit it? You never really had any training. You kind of fell into it and you nailed it. Or did you study with anybody? What technique did you do? How many, how many months or years of training did you do before you hit your first role? Well, I, you know, I was a uh, very Southern North Carolinian. Um, I had open heart surgery when I was 10. So I had all this post-traumatic stress in my shoulders and this real Southern accent. And um, I knew if I wanted to do anything 
you know, good in this business, I had to study and I had to do the voice work and the body work and all that. So I went to NYU. Fortunately, I found David Mamet and Bill Macy's program uh, at, yep. wow. at Atlantic Theater, and they were still teaching when I started going there, along with Liz Hemmelstein, who's one of the top speech. Uh, she's now does Nicole Kidman and Naomi Watts. She's their speech co uh, dialect coach, and she did all the vocal work. Um, this uh, incredible uh, voice coach, David Pitu, who's there, still there in New York working. Uh, they, he basically assembled, you know, some of the greatest people to really remold me personally um, into an actor. And uh, aside from, you know, their technique and training that you got on top of it. And I was there four years. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And we would do plays. And, and so I did about a dozen plays, I guess, 10, 12 plays in New York. Uh, all under the school umbrella, but still, you know, performing on stage in New York was... Explain to, <laughs> explain to our viewers, uh, because I don't think they're going to understand when we said body work. You mm -hmm. had to learn the body work and, and, and the moves. Uh, explain to them what that means. Well, I mean, ideally you want to find what's known as neutral, where, you know, your body is relaxed, um, everything's in alignment, uh, it allows you to, to connect to your breath which connects to your emotions and gives it a free space to come out of you um and it takes a lot of work to get you know everything loose and in its right place so that if you were to create a character you know where center is and then you can twist him wherever you need to twist that character uh physically uh so you have to be able to find that starting spot though my, my, my next question is, and I love to do this when I'm on set or if I'm around anybody that either has old scripts or has a new script, because I love to look at my old scripts um, from prior work, and I see all the scribblings, drawings, I mean, everything. It's, I find everybody's script or the sides or the work that you do on paper it sort of is a reflection of what's in your head at that moment when you're sort of doing your discovery and your backstory and all of that and your choices and risks. And so what does your script look like? Let's say for, pick one of your prior films. Uh, if you can scream. Remember. Yeah, scream <laughs> I love the craft or, you know, something that you can remember um, what, what a page in one well, of your scripts. I, you know, I've done different things through the years, like the, the movie Touch that I did with Chris Walken. Um, I basically played the second coming of Christ in modern day LA, this guy who could heal people and had a girlfriend that Bridget Fonda played. And, um, you know, I always noticed as I was learning material that I felt like I could feel the page turn in my head as I was performing. So I, I took the script and uh, cut out every bit of action, every character's name, anything that wasn't dialogue, taped it all together and had like five long strings floor to ceiling that was everybody's dialogue <laughs> and learned it that way. Now that I only did that once. I only did it one time. Well, I was the only um, one that did that. <laughs> but I love that because that's like a that's a true moment, you know. When they say a char, you know, the actor is in the moment of the character. Moments like that that you just said to me is a reflection of the moment of skeet, of becoming, yeah. of your sort of your your mental process. And I always find it so interesting because every single actor is so different, and every single film that you do, play, TV, or theater, 
its own entity. It, it you do something different for it. So it's always curious. I love to get people. Well, heads if you read one of my old scripts, you're going to see LS, LS, LS. That means line stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it meant the screen. Well, you know, sometimes they write a lot. Like, listen, I've got a certain voice. I've got a certain personality. And the writer did not write that for me. He wrote it for his character. Have any of your girlfriends or wives ever given you shit or been really jealous with any of your love scenes, with any of your co-stars in any of your movies or TV? Good question. Probably uh, Sharon Stone. I've never done an actual love scene. I've done pre-coital and post-coital, you know, before and after. Right. The or love. even just the kissing, yeah. like just another girl kissing yeah. you and snuggling you and... You know, yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah. And I can understand why. I mean, it's uncomfortable, you know, it's uh, for them to watch, um, you know, I mean, even even when your partner is an actor or an actress, you know, it, it happens that they just can't, you know, get past it. Um, it's a natural human reaction. We're in a very different business that, you know, uh, that's OK. And it's part of what we do. But. You didn't watch it where Alexander Skarsgård had to kiss um, Ryan Quantin and they were doing some, you know, open mouth kissing without tongue. But right. I, you know, so it's always fun to hear from, you know, guys, if if you watch that, is that would you ever do that if you were Alex well, or if, Ryan? If, and you, if and I, was called if I ever made a movie with George Clooney, I'd say kissing is good. Feeling me up is better. <laughs> I wouldn't. I. It, it's fine with me as far as an actor. If I have to kiss another actress, I mean that's you know it's. I think if the story support, you know, if it's if it's some bad film, you know, and it's just it, you know it's just out of place and somebody trying to you know be salacious, you right. know, I have no interest. If it's right. if but it's if it's back out, they happened. To, well, that's that's my point. If yeah. it's if it's a love story of that nature, and that's you know. I think it's. A, I think it. I have no problem with it. I, I think train that is art, not. Yeah, it's, it's for the quality of the film. And exactly. It, it, it's actually what the film is based on. You, know, it's the love affair, like Skeet mm -hmm. was saying. Then yeah. it's. Then it's. Then you're not making a mockery of me. Because Otherwise, they're doing so much of that now in films, especially with Caitlyn. You know, they're going to want Caitlyn to do all kinds of stuff now. Except, well, she won't do it. Well, she God. can't take her skirt off because she's got a nine-inch well, wing. I don't even think so, she would do it. Even if she did have well, the full transition, she, you know, I don't she's think hung she like a, She's hung like a like mule, so really she has to be gross. careful. <laughs> all right, so here's what we're going to do. First of all, you guys, uh, if you're if you're a Skeet Ulrich fan, follow him on Twitter. He's at Skeet Me with the number one after it. What's your What's your Instagram? I know I'm following you, but I don't know. Same thing. So skeet, oh, I have to follow you. Skeet me on one, Twitter. you guys. Follow him on Twitter. Skeet me one on Instagram. Follow him. Uh, check out all his new projects and go back and see all his body of work. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. You've been excellent. We really appreciate yeah, it. Was so it. Nice talking to you. And uh, and anytime you have anything you want to promote, let us know because we'll get the word out for you. And follow me back. I'll follow you. And you, you know on something. Twitter. You're handsome, but when you laugh and smile, you're ultra handsome. Aww. You have the most beautiful smile. Where'd you beautiful get, teeth. Wait, where'd you get those teeth? Are they yours or did you have them done? They're mine. They're mine. Son <laughs> of a bitch. I'm in the process now of doing teeth. Lucky. Oh, I, I want Skeet's your got teeth. Nice teeth. Beautiful. All right, everybody. So Skeet, uh, say goodbye to the chat room for us real quick. Cause there's thank a ton you, of everybody. People. Thanks for listening, and thank you, guys. It was Terrific, All righty, Skeet. Thank you bye, so bye. much. Bye. 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 Nice guy. Isn't that awesome? Hey, Chad. Really nice guy. Hi, Captain. Um, let's do this. So everybody, uh, everybody who's Backers. like big into Skeet Ulrich, we're gonna like play a little quick, quick video clip for you from Scream, so that everybody can kind of like see him. It'll be a lot of fun. You got it ready, Chad? Hi, Captain. All right, everybody. Hi, here's hi. Skeet Ulrich and Scream. 
Corn syrup. Same stuff they use for pig's blood in Carrie. Surprise, Sydney. What's the matter, Sydney? You look like you've seen a ghost. Why are you doing this? It's all part of the game, Sydney. It's called Guess How I'm Gonna Die! Fuck you! No, 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 no. We already played that game, remember? You lost. It's a fun game, Sydney. See, we ask you a question, and if you get it wrong, you die. You get it right? You die. You're crazy, both of you. Actually, you prefer the term psychotic. We'll never get away with this. <laughs> oh no. Tell that to Cotton Weary. You wouldn't believe how easy he was to frame. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> no! Oh, where are you going? <laughs> Why? Why did you kill my mother? Why? Why? You hear that, Stu? I think she wants a motive. <laughs> hmm. I don't really believe in motive, Sid. I mean, did Norman Bates have a motive? No. Did they ever really decide why Hannibal Lecter liked to eat people? Don't think so. See, it's a lot scarier when there's no motive, Sid. We did your mom a favor, Sid. That woman was a slut bag whore who flashed her shit all over town like she was Sharon Stone or something. Yeah, we put her out of her misery. Because let's face it, Sidney, your mother was no Sharon Stone. Hmm? Is that motive enough for you? There you go. Everybody, so we, we had a great time. Scream was awesome, and hope you guys enjoyed Skeet Ulrich. And in a little bit, we're going to have uh, Betsy Russell Betsy coming Russell. on. It's going to be a lot of fun. And welcome back, Deidre. Welcome back, Deep. Connor. She's back. They're here. Or what was it? They're back. No, they're Actually, here. everybody in the chat room says they're loving it, so you got to love it. Got to love it. Got to love it. Also, everybody, too. He you was can... a very good guest, and he's really good-looking. He is good-looking. Really good yeah. I said the same thing, and he's very nice. I hope he does meet Deirdre for coffee in New great. York. Everybody in the chat room <laughs> saying hi to you. Hi, everybody in the chat room. I missed you guys. Did and you guys miss me? They missed you. A lot of people, Aww. yeah, over the yeah, weeks. Yeah, I know. I got some emails. They were asking, where's Deirdre? Hacking up along. Yeah, I actually got some Facebook things, and I, I got mm -hmm. a few uh, Facebook emails from people saying, where are you? What's going on? Oh, my God. So it was a lot of fun. We want to also... Um, we uh, locked her in the fruity cellar. Yes, Let they, did. they had me tied up, and I was, I was they were they were starving me, and, and it was just terrible. It was so mean. It was so cruel. So also, everybody, you guys, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show on W4CY Radio. Hats off, which I'm not wearing one, to our fabulous, fabulous man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Yay! Well, thank you very much. Thank super, you. Super talented, too. Not only is he the most amazing engineer, but he's an extremely amazing um, musician, too. There so where are you go. playing locally, Chad? When's your next show? Hmm. Our next show is tomorrow night, Thursday, at the Aruba Cafe in Fort Lauderdale. And then Friday, we're at some new Italian restaurant. I think, I don't know, Menino's or something like that. Uh, in Boynton Beach somewhere. So. Italian. Well, all you, all you, all you uh, Floridians... <laughs> 
Get your asses out there and go support him. He's really good. Yeah, our, our friend, Italian restaurant. All right, you guys, you so can all. Italian go restaurant. To the, all, right, no, all, all my Long I, Island okay, people. Hold on. All Italian. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let me go all back. Italian restaurant. You can also hear us on WROM Radio in Detroit, Planet Radio Network in New York, LA, Ontario, and London, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in LA, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, WBAD.net in Washington, D.C. You can hear us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. Radio. And if Woo! you want to see the videos, you can see us on LGBTQ TV, Vimeo, Roku, and YouTube. And, and YouTube. We are hey, all over. Just go to JimmyStarShow.com and like all the of our actually, informations. Actually, there. here's where you're going to go now. To you're going to go to JimmyStarsWorld.com. Check out JimmyStarsWorld.com. There's links to everything. Uh, videos from the last couple of interviews that we've been having are up there. That's been helping us get a lot of hits. Also, all the stuff from Jimmy Star Brand and Jimmy Star Brand's eBay store. If you click the shop button, you can hit the link and it'll take you to the eBay store. There's six or seven hundred items up there. Jimmy Star Very Brand. Cool a lot of new shoes that we just put up. It's all really, really cool. So please check out JimmyStarsWorld.com. It's really awesome. Jimmy, I thought it over. And I, w I want a pair of those black patent leather with the zipper on the side. I think I want okay. some women's shoes. We need to check out the women's <laughs> no, and see what designs. You could that we can buy come the boys' shoes. Women's. Some of them look like girls' shoes anyway. No. You know the ones I mean, the yep. black, the back, black patent. Leather? I put them all up for sale. They're gorgeous. They're black patent leather looking. I don't know if they're, they're probably No, black. they're patent leather oh, and they have, a black, they have a black bottom to them. Yeah, and they have, they a, have a zipper, zipper, a on, the zipper on the side. Oh, very it's really cool. cool. Well, I tell well, you what. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. You know why? I saw a similar by what's his name, and they were three hundred and fifty dollars. Michael Kors. Michael makes Kors, them. and these are not anywhere near it. So they're good Michael Kors copycats. Well, you know what would be really, really cool is if you got those new shoes, and then you could get a cape because you could go to Hogwarts College for real. Because guess what? Somebody opened up a Hogwarts. Oh my God, that is Southwest the coolest thing ever. Poland. I would yes. go there. Southwest Poland. Southwest Poland. You I don't have know about to that, go but to Poland. It's four days. Three hundred and forty-five dollars for four. days days here's what you get you get five lessons mandatory meals together in that big room where they had that in in harry potter and so when you get there upon arrival to know which house or dorm you're going to be in like in the movie you go and everybody's there and the hat tells you which dorm you're going to go to so you're either going to go to faust which is knowledge and power or you're going to go to molin which is loyalty and cunning or you're going to go to sendavogius which is courage, honor, and diplomacy, or Dorentis, which is diligence and valor, or you're going to go to Labusa, which is foreseeing, Labusa, or creativity. La 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 Labusa, la 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 la. No, this is witchy stuff. Awesome is that, Chad? Would you go? I would go in a heartbeat. I love Harry Potter. Three hundred and forty-five dollars is three hundred forty-five dollars. Yeah, but it's going to get you. Yeah, that's right. That's what'll get you. But how cool is that? And it's called and I. Oh God, is is what's her redhead? Is she in the witchy poo over there? Redhead singer, talented name. No, no redhead. Shane, my sister Shane. Shane, no, she's not there. Damn it! Because I can't pronounce this word. It's C Z O C H A. Shizaka. Shizaka, sh yeah, college. Shizaka of witchcraft college. and wizardry, it's called. So everybody can Google it. It's $345. The next session is going to be April 16th through the 19th. So Sounds good. Google it, check it out, and let us know. Send pictures. If somebody goes, I'm dying to go because I love Harry Potter. I do too. Good. Harry Potter. I do too, but Harry I'm not Potter. going to Poland. Oh, I will. I would love to go to Poland. I think I've been there. Really? 
I've never been to Poland. Been to Poland. Yet. How could you not remember being Warsaw? I've been a lot of places. Poland. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've been. It's there. been in a lot of places. Okay. <laughs> Don't let me name where in, they've been. A, oh, please! I'm not even going to go. Don't there. let me so name wrong. the places he's been in. Mm, oh honey. my God! One day he's still alive. <laughs> Stop that! True. That's so misleading and horrible and <sighs> terrible. Anyway, did anybody watch? Speaking of horrible, misleading, and terrible, bum. Let's go into the VMAs, which I did not watch, so I can't. I didn't watch I them either, but I read some of the reviews. But I've heard it was terrible. What? 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 Uh, VMA Awards. MTV VMAs. So I'm going to go right to you, Chad. Wait, wait, wait. What does VMA stand for? Video Musical, Musical Awards. Awards. You know, MTV does theirs every oh, year. Oh, that's boring. Well, crap. apparently Miley Cyrus, they, they, they wouldn't allow her to perform because she just is so extreme and outspoken. Her outfit was awesome. It was like so this little chain thing covering her boobs. <laughs> so they asked her to, um, to host it. And apparently she was extremely risque as her usual and quite salacious and her, her usual and up to her usual antics. So I, I, you know, I didn't see it, but all the reports were that it was horrible. It was disgusting. It's taken it's, it's gone completely out of the direction of what it was meant for originally, which was video music awards. And it's become this carnival of freak shows. That's just for pure sensationalism. So chatters. The biggest thing. Uh, what do y'all think? The, the about biggest that? thing about the MTV VMAs is that Kanye West announced he's running for president in two thousand. I'm something. leaving the country. Jeez. Okay, I'm going to put this on record. Video voice. Everybody listening. Everybody that's going to listen to the recording of this later on. I promise you, if that ever happens, I am going to live in Canada because I can work legally in Canada because my mother was Canadian. <laughs> going to Toronto so I can do film work. What do you in think Toronto. of Kanye? What do you think about Kanye for president, Chad? No thanks. Yeah. No thanks. Exactly. I think everybody I'm was saying Sanders that. All the way. I I'm saw all. I saw it. all this stuff. I saw all this burn, stuff online, baby. like Feel saying, like ship him out of the country yes, and like get deport him. him and and take, oh, meanwhile, did anybody speak? Speaking of uh, Mr. Future President West, has anybody seen our possible first lady in her outfit that she wore to the VMAs? That tan khaki thing. So what they did was they put a picture of her in that because she's very pregnant right now, and everything is also very pregnant on Who's her pregnant? because uh, Kim Kardashian, his wife. Oh, I thought you meant. No. Uh, I, put you I was like, hey, you're no, talking so about they either. They put I a picture of, of uh, uh, no, they, they put a picture pregnant? of Kim, Kim Kardashian. You know, she's very, very pregnant. And the penguin. <laughs> it's going around Facebook. I, th- I think I may have even posted it on my Facebook. I don't even know. So go to my Facebook and reference or just kind of Google it. But it's utterly hysterical. And it's so true. Absolutely. Oh my God. I'm going to give a breath. shout out yeah, too. Shazam to Cindy Lake. Really Cindy bad. Lady Lake. Ooh, Hello, breath. Cindy Lady Lake. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, welcome. Yeah, he a lot of people really are bad. saying they didn't watch it. They just watched the uh, outfits. And yeah, stuff. I think that's what I think that's what everybody that's intelligent did. Nobody uh, intelligent watched it. No offense to those of you who did watch it. We were that driving. Was kind of an un- unintelligent to, move. Shazam, your breath stinks. I missed did the he, VMAs from like the eighties. And they were good. That's when they were good. Remember when David Lee Roth? He would come on and perform. I mean, it was just so great. It was so. It was. I went when they had it in Miami. I went. It was awesome. Yeah, I had a blast. Even like the nineties were great. The VMAs were still the VMAs, but for all of you. Um Fosters, the Fosters fans, which I'm a big fan of. Um, I love Peter Page. I've had the pleasure of meeting him, oh, which Peter is awesome. Page? Yeah. Love Peter, Peter Page is the co-writer and co-producer um, and co-everything of uh, the Fosters. It's about two lesbian women that, um, that, that foster children and right. then adopt them as their kids. Lovely, lovely. Peter Page is quite pure, a writer. innocent, wonderful, extremely intelligent, fabulous messages. It's a great, great, great things for everybody to watch. But Rosie O'Donnell is dating again. She's in love and she's apparently been dating somebody, again, who I know that I, I'm totally, utterly who? shocked because I didn't know she was a lesbian or who? 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 curious about the lady pond, Tatum O'Neill. 
one of the youngest girls to ever win an Oscar. Tatum O'Neill. She used to be married to John McEnroe. Yeah. Do, She's dating you, Rosie O'Donnell. You didn't, wow. know, you didn't know she was a half a dyke. I didn't know that she was a half a lesbian. Where either. the hell are you? Well, it's not something I ever discussed with her. Oh. I didn't know that either. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> I didn't know that meanwhile either. Peter, so, Peter is such a wonderful love writer. We love Peter. We saw I, him at, the, at, at the, his premiere for um, the Outfest film. back in, I think it was like 2005 what a movie. or six. It was called Say Uncle, and he wrote it, and Fabulous. it was just great. It was really, really and wonderful. And he's an angel of a guy. Yeah, he really he's is. He's as sweet and down-to-earth, crazy about him. And we should was, have Peter on the show. I have been trying to get him on, but he's very um, he's very difficult to get a hold You're of. Kidding. Not difficult, no. He's not... Um, it's just I'll difficult get to get, you know, a hold of. But um but yeah, I like him. And he was Emmett Honeycutt for all of those who watch the American Queer version of Queerest Folk. He loved him. He played Emmett great Honeycutt. Writer. I met him at a uh, at a festival flea market in the one on uh, La Brea. When, when you were talking about the Beverly. chandelier. We were talking about the chandelier and we were like both arguing not arguing over it. He was like were you gonna buy that? And I was like, Were you gonna buy it? He's like, I like it. I'm like, I like it too. And then we just all and then I go, ah! And he started smiling, and then we started talking. And I told him that my dads were gay, and this and that. And then we became like friends for the moment. And he uh, offered us to go see his uh, premiere of his of his movie Say Uncle at the Outfest that was going on. Great and movie. I said yes. Can you get four tickets? Because I have to bring my dad, his boyfriend at the time, and my sister. And he was like, of course. And it was so great. We went. We went to the after party. It was such, tons of fun. But it was it was nice to be able to support that. But yeah, so Peter, if you ever listen to this, we would love to have you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I remember that I have, moment. Peter and I have a mutual friend, Taya Gill. I oh, know yeah, that's right. Taya is one of my best friends, so I will call Taya and ask her to get Peter. Look at my dog. Well, Shazam. that was all my gossip. That's all I got. I didn't really do. Do, a whole do you lot. believe? I have no way of finding out. Maybe you can. Is really are Angie and Brad really divorced? I don't know. I don't know. I have no way of getting in touch with her because I don't talk to her anymore. So. Yeah, neither do I. She's kind of like, you know, gone on another world. Well, then I heard that her health was was back again. And, you know, um, so I don't know what's going on. The I rumor I heard I was hope not, they're both bisexual and they had a lot of whatever. This is the crappy well, so rumor. so what? I mean, that's... Yeah, but I think maybe they had a lot of party sex and that kind of wrecks a marriage. Oh, well... I think that wrecks it, too. You know, I so know. I don't know. I'm assuming now this is the dirty gossip. You know, they I were... They they had a little fling early on in her career that nobody really knows that's about. That's right. And and that's all I'm going to say about it. And then, you know, they both went on and she got married a few times after and he did as well. And then we all know when they, you know, hooked up again and they came back together. So, you know, they're like two ships but in the wait night. A minute. They can sail and they can go she back. Never, they can, she never took Brad Pitt away from the homeless. No, world. this was way before Jennifer. I'm talking so, 90s. Right. So Angie was so I'm with, not talking. Angie was with way, way before. Way yeah, Angie yeah, was yeah. with no, no, Brad. No, no, absolutely. Way before. Absolutely not. No. Homely Jennifer. Absolutely not. No, no. She was not. That had nothing to do with Angelina. Um, at least with the, you know, the movie. So the gossip, the, the time, gossip but. was out that Angie stole him away from Jennifer. Not true. They had a, a trisk years, yeah, years ago in the 90s. So but, real um, quick, real before quick, guys, either one of them were famous. Yeah. Um, real quick, we're going to do a quick uh, thing about One Magical Weekend. And then, Chad, I think that we might have to call our guest. I'm not sure if she knows to call us. Okay. Well, let's, okay. let's talk about One Magical Weekend. And then what happens if we play a song? Can you try and get her if we were playing a song or that won't work that way? I could play a song and keep it quiet um, until the end of the song where I'd have to shut it back on or turn it back on for you. To let you know, I don't we're care. Coming we back. can just try to call her. But first, let's let everybody know One Magical Weekend, everybody, June 3rd through 5th, 2016, at Walt Disney World Resorts. We're going to be staying at the B Resort and Spa. Ron and I will be there. We 
had a blast last year. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Blast! And, I'm uh, still recuperating. And uh, <laughs> and it's a really great time with you know a couple hundred thousand really good looking gay people, and uh, it's just a lot of fun, a lot of great music, a lot of dancing. A lot of rides and amusements and all that kind of stuff. So please check it out. Go to OneMagicalWeekend.com. You can reserve your rooms now and follow us on Twitter. It's at the number one Magical Weekend. And I will not be there because it's just utter mere torture and not fair. (laughs) (laughs) So I won't be there. No, but there there are straight people there, too. Like three. I'll be like, hi, come hang out with me. There were approximately six. (laughs) Six. Okay, there you go. are they doing it in Disney World again? Of Disney course, they do it every year. Place, what yeah. is it called? Disneyland or World? Which Disney one is it? Disney World. World. Disneyland Disney is Los World. Angeles. Los Disney Angeles. World is Florida. So we're doing it the same thing? Yeah. Okay. So, Chad, let's go ahead and see if we can get in touch with, with uh, Betsy Russell. No music? Um, well, if you want, you can. I got, I'm got. i on Skype, you guys, and some like hooker person just asked to add me. I hate that one. Like, I, Skype should be like a loan for people. We shouldn't have to worry about that. I don't know how they find me because um, my name is not my, my, my real name on Skype, and I have it on completely private. So I don't know how these women are – and I'm getting the same thing. I don't know how they're finding me. Hello. Hello. Oh, hit, hit, hit the video button. One, two, three. One, two, three. Can okay. you hear me? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. That's fine. Hey, yes. Yes, I can hear you, but I can't see you. Do you have a video? Chad, is that what you should do? Hit the video button? Hit the video icon, yeah. Chad? Chad? Yes. I got to unmute yes. my mic. Yes, I can. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Hi. Yay! Hello, hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Pretty. Thank you. Of course, they just started doing construction two minutes ago outside. So can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. That's good. Just kind of like talking. You look beautiful. So you welcome. Do. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Okay, dear. We had a divorce. And in the divorce, it said you will not use my name, Russell. And here you are still using Betsy Russell. You owe him royalties for Now, that. I don't like that because if you do anything out of the way with other men, it's going to reflect on me. They're going to say Ron Russell's ex-wife, Betsy Russell, has been running around town. Where's my alimony check? Hang on. What? Where's my alimony check? Uh, wait, 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 hang on. In the mail. Oh! <laughs> heard that before. Betsy, <laughs> she's heard it before. Hey, no. Betsy, let me tell you something. You're drop dead. You're gorgeous. Thank I'm you. Pretty, you're a beauty. Oh, I woke up this way. I woke up looking just like this. Good. All right. That's the only way. Mm-hmm. Then we have, no, have Vixen, Diego Sorego. Hi. Nice to see you. And we have the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Betsy Russell, thanks for taking the time out of your day. Oh, I like that voice. And that, he's, he's like the superstar. And then uh, I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. And we have a chat room full of people. So hey, say hi, hello to the chat room. Hi, chat room. There you go. That was perfect. So I'm welcome to the show. I like the I'm excited to have you on. I love all your body of work. And you know what? I didn't. We have some. Jimmy, Jimmy don't shout. You said you love my body. Yeah, your body and your body of work. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. And we have like a few separation. Oh, wait. Now I have an echo. Chad, why do I have an echo? Because you're so loud. You're so the mic. There we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. Um, uh, I didn't know that that was you in private school. And we've had Matthew Modine on the show a couple of times. And... Uh, you know, I really, I, I saw all your movies when I was like younger, but I didn't actually get that that was you. 
in all those movies until I researched it back. I'm a big horror movie fan, and so like I, I saw is like my thing. I have like I even have the Pink Pig from Saw Three. Like really I pretty. I bought it She's in an auction beautiful. online, and so I didn't know that all these other movies were used. So I want to kind of like talk a little bit about some of the things that you've done starting from the beginning because one of the things that I like absolutely love so much is Trapper County War. Believe it or not, I have it on VHS, and I've watched it a hundred times in my lifetime, probably. It was such a cool movie, and Ooh. it had Rob Estes, and he was super cool, and he was on uh, – yeah, I'm, I'm like a Melrose Pace, Beverly Hills, 90210 kid, like the, the original. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And, uh, and so like, I thought that was like the coolest like movie ever. When I, I mean, I only have it on VHS. I don't even think you can get it on DVD. But real quick, for anybody who's never seen this, this is a great Betsy Russell movie. Ooh. It's really fun, and – uh, just give us a little something from that movie. That, that like something about it. You liked it. You didn't like it. It was a great movie. It was a good beginning Rob, or something like Rob that. Estes, Rob Estes was teaching aerobics down in the hotel um, spare room, so that we he and I would would stay in shape. We became great friends, and Noah Blake was on that as well. And um, we just had a great time. It was really really fun, and I think. Yeah, they hired fired a director, hired a new director. We just had a blast. What well, else I'm, is there to do? You're 20 well, on location, but have fun. <laughs> All right, now she has to answer a question of mine because Uh-oh. I am totally confused. Okay? That's terrible. Why? How, how on earth could you look as young as you look and make a film with Rory Calhoun, who's been dead for years? Tell me that. I made that film when he was alive. Absolutely. <laughs> no, he came back just for her. He came back yes. and asked for Pete. Right. You, of course, um, you were an old man when you did. Yeah, but he was playing jokes on us and tons of fun again. Just had the best time working with all those, you know, fun, fun actors. You know, he was the you most, know, he was most beautiful man in Hollywood. The 19th. He was? Oh, shoot. I should have done my research. I didn't know Cal- that. Cal- he's still beautiful. On the inside, when I worked with him, he was no, a lot he's of fun. magnificent looking. He had my sister was insanely in love with him. He had blue eyes with the longest eyelashes and soft eyes. Handsome, handsome man. Look at a picture of him, young. Especially oh. the, the the movie "How to Marry a Millionaire" with Betty Grable, Marilyn Monroe, and oh, Laura McCall. That movie. He was in that. Oh my yeah, God. he played the Mountie wow. guy that Betty Grable fell in love with, and she thought the forest that he took care of he owned. It turned out he was just a forester. <laughs> we actually, on the Jimmy Star Show, we actually kind of cover all the age generations of, of movies and films. Ron had a TV show in L.A. for many years called Set the Record Straight, where he interviewed, like, Jane Russell, Tab Hunter, all the, like, Lauren legends. McCall, Lauren Tony McCall, Curtis, Tony Curtis. Everybody. Everybody. Uh, and, and, then I, uh, and then I'm kind of like the middle age, and then Deirdre brings in the young groups. <laughs> Yay. Like the young ones and so, the middle age. That's right. So we, co- we cover, like, all of it, and... So with Rory Calhoun, if anybody who wants to know, that movie was Avenging Angel. Uh, you play a total like badass in that movie, totally hot, um, total badass, and it was a sequel. I forgot what what was the first one called, Angel. Angel, and then mine was Avenging Angel, and I don't remember what the third one was. Uh, but we've all been together, the three of us, you know, at autograph oh, shows and stuff. Everyone's great. It, they were great yeah. movies, though, and like I swear, I didn't so, know that. Like I, in it, when I was watching him in the '80s, I didn't know that that was you in it uh, until I went back yeah. now. And that, that's uh, funny. A lot of people say that when they see Saw, they like me in that, and they remember me um, from private school or something. But they didn't know I was the same actress. So it's kind of I like that. It's really cool. 
but kind of like you have like more blondish kind of hair and your hair was kind of curly then and I don't know like you were smoking hot now and you were smoking hot then so like it's kind of like the same you know the same thing but it was just fun and 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 what man I found to be cool because now you're kind of like a you're like a, an actress who's a horror movie icon. I mean, like basically, you're like in the coolest franchise like ever. Uh, and I so the franchise, and you've yeah. done a bunch of other horror movies, but like you did all kinds of you've done all kinds of movies actually, and like you haven't you're not really pigeonholed in just horror. And I didn't know that before I really started researching all the different stuff that you've done, realizing that I've seen everything you know that you've done. I just wasn't sure that it was I didn't know that it was you. Um, but you but I love the fact that you were super hot then, and you're still super hot. That's fabulous. No, so no, congratulations. She's not super hot. She's super sophisticated. Okay. You know? okay. Beautiful. She's not like a hot bleach blonde tomato with, with binoculars hanging out. She She's Ooh. sort of like, you know, <laughs> soft and brunettish. And you should see her in private school, though. <laughs> you know. yeah. Well, I do my best to stay classy, you know, but it's fine. Class goes doesn't. Sleaze burns quickly. And you've done some really good horror movies, though, because I thought that Chain Letter movie with Nikki Reed, I that like was a that really good movie. Too. We both liked that yeah. one a lot. Uh, I, I loved it. So let's just talk. Ronald doesn't really like to talk about movies and stuff that much as he just likes to talk about other things. So I want to just talk well, a little bit. Well, you know bit. why? Because anything that we want to know about you, we can find on the computer. Because all of your interviews are, you know, usually uh, written for you or helped along to promote your work. I find that boring. I know that when I did my show, I never discussed their films. I discussed, like with Jane Russell, I said, what, bra what size bra were you in 1940? And she said 36B. That's it. And I wait a second. A yeah, that's chest. all she was. And she said, that's how I want to set the record straight. People said I was a 44 double D, and that's a lie. I'm no. not a cow. So I like to go for the stuff. Now, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Because I want to go to I want to I was you didn't let me finish talking. See, oh, I want to talk. Stop talking. I I can't help it. Like I I am a first of all. How do you say horror? Horror. Horror. Okay. Because I always get they always think horror. I'm saying horror. Oh, Jimmy Jimmy's from Florida. He says horror. Anyway, well, I'm from New York, so I say horror film. Yeah, and Jimmy says you're in a horror movie. <laughs> Okay, I'm in a horror movie. All right. Okay. Cool. Well, horror movies are my favorite genre. Um, and actually, like, uh, some of the people, like in Saw 3, Jay LaRose is a really good friend of mine, which I know you did another movie that he was in. I, I don't remember what it was, but I know you did one with him. And uh, uh, sci-fi. Sci-fi. What was it called? Um, Mandrake. Mandrake. Yeah, Mandrake. Yes. Woo! Yeah. Can't believe I remember that. All right. He's a friend of mine. And, um, and um, so it's my, my favorite. So I, so I have. All the movies, everything, everything going with, going it. with it. And, uh, and, and, uh, he, was, and he was one. I know, Chad, why do I have that echo? We should talk. I'm uh, thinking Matt. might be coming out of speakers, hitting the wall, going back in, causing a double, maybe. I don't know. Maybe oh. you can turn your speakers I'll down a little off. bit, Betsy. I'll back off. So I could do that. Yeah, like I cool. said. Cool, thank you. How's that? Is that yeah, better? much better. Oh, good. Okay, perfect. Good, thank you. Um, not me. I'm always the one that has to figure it out. I mean, I fix it. Sorry, not figure it out, fix it. <laughs> So how how was it being in Saw? I mean, it's my favorite franchise. I've seen all of it. I have like so much collectibles and things from it, uh, and it's such an iconic film. And and also, I want to know what you thought about being in it. And I also want to know like what did you think about the way you died? Because I watched it on YouTube last night just to like see it again. Like you died so terribly, it's not even funny. <laughs> well, you haven't seen all of them because it was kind of. Um it was like coming around full circle with the with the mask. Yes. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was that was really great. I got that, and I was really happy about that. Um, unfortunately, I did die. I wasn't happy about that. But it was just <laughs> incredible being part of the franchise. You know, um, the guys that put it together are just the best 
people in the world and I was so happy for them that they hit it big and that I was part of it and I just think it's a really smart film I mean it's it's really written so well each one of them and the fact that we put one out every single year and um, I really thought it was special unusual I like the message appreciate your life absolutely I was really grateful to come back to acting with that series so I think it was a a great it's just so great I freaking love it all right Ron go ahead you can start talking okay (laughs) ask me some personal kind of crazy questions no 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 nothing bad no, I won't. I won't go crazy. No, I think that our viewers would like to know a little something about your personal life. You know, things that you like. Would you ever wear fur? <laughs> I don't wear fur actually because it's too warm in Malibu. But I do live in Malibu. Um, my second passion, besides acting, is spiritual psychology. I've been studying it since 2007, and I just this last weekend got certified as a life coach. So, I've been studying this along. I don't know if I'm going to do it or not, but you know, each day I touch different people's lives in different ways, and I have the great capacity now to to help others, which is, I think, the most incredible thing in the world. So I'm very excited about that. Right, everyone. Yeah, Since great. you live in Malibu, my nephew, by the way, who's coming tonight, it's his birthday, he's in New York. Uh, his name is Billy Schurz. Are you familiar with the name? He's one yeah. of the biggest life coaches out there. He goes all over the world to help people basically not to do drugs anymore because he was an ex-addict. He right. was at a 12-step program, and he worked at that wonderful um, 12-step program place in Malibu. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, Promises. Yeah, I think so. Promises, that's it. And he was a big shot there. I mean, he's worked on many, many great celebrities, and he's told me all about it. And I think this is absolutely the most wonderful thing that has happened to people that have addiction because right. you really do take them through it. You well, guide them through. I don't think she's for it's, – it's not for addiction, Well, right? it could it's, be. If somebody's addicted, you would be a life coach to that, wouldn't you? That's not what I specialize in. That's very specific specialization. But I just help people find their bliss. I mean anybody that's sort of looking for a little more happiness in their life. Is, and how do you go about it. doing that? Make me a little happier. Yeah, me too. If I was straight, <laughs> I could tell you how to make me happier. But since I'm gay, I can't. <laughs> you know what? You know, it's, it really doesn't matter if you're gay or straight or, or no, 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 anything else. Matter. All that matters is that. Um, I feel like I do have a toolbox for happiness. It's a lot about forgiveness. It's a lot about taking personal responsibility for each and every one of our upsets. Every time that we feel a little flutter inside of our stomach and we're pissed off about something, taking responsibility for that. And what I meant was you could make me a little happier if I was straight. Oh, then we could have oh. a little affair. Oh. I would well, like really be a Russell. Who knows? Of course, if I was 30 years younger, when I was 30 years younger, I was quite a good looking guy. You would not have passed me by. But if I was straight, I think I could have fallen in love with you. He's so pretty. He's he's married to me, just Uh, so you know. Oh, that's great. Well, you you probably fall in love with my heart even before anything else. I think I did already. I think I did as a gay man. I fell in love with your sweetness. I could feel it coming from inside of you. And you're going to be a good coach because I believe in you. Thank you. I appreciate that. that we all have that goodness inside of us. It's just you know a matter what? of really when being in touch with it. The Angel film, yeah, you made a good, if you were the angel, you were a good angel. No, no, no. That was I don't watch those shitty films. I hate them. <laughs> I'm being honest. I do not watch horror movies. I just <laughs> I, 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 I love Angel movies. was not a horror movie. Oh, well, why didn't I see it? Huh? 
fuck why I didn't see well, it. Well, it was a violent movie, though, because she plays this like, I, badass. I don't goes, watch <laughs> violent movies either. Yeah, he doesn't watch violent movies. Yeah, it was a long time. It was when she was like, I yeah, don't know. I'm a long time 21. ago. You were 25? I was 21. 21. Okay. No, no, I wasn't actually. I'm sorry. I think I was, uh, wait, I did, um, I did private school when I was 19. I think I was 21. Yeah, I was actually. I know I was 21. That's much different. That's private terrific. School. I have to watch that one. Why haven't I seen it's that? It's Phoebe Cates and Matthew Modine and I her. Love Phoebe Cates. Matt, uh, Matthew and Modine. Matt we Modine. love, we love Matt. Matthew, Matthew just tweeted me yesterday out of the blue. I haven't heard from him since private terrific. school. Sweetheart. Yeah, he's very sweet. That's really cool, too. I saw that you guys, like, tweeted with each other. I think I even, like, retweeted it because, actually, he has an audio book called Full Metal Jacket Diary, and my company put it out. Um, Really? Audio book. I have an audio book company, and we put the audio book out of his Full Metal Jacket Diary app. And so um, he might have have seen all the tweets that we were tweeting about you coming on the show, and then he knew that was you on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Do you know how smart he was? How smart is he? No one knows how smart Matthew is. He's yeah. really super, super intelligent in, in business and in everything that he does. Not just an actor. He's a very, very interesting, smart, well-spoken guy. And so is she. I don't know who's not comparing her to him. She's gorgeous. He's not. <laughs> oh, yes, he is. Oh, he's yes. not. I, I think no, I know. He was think cute. so. He was cute as hell when he made the movie with Michelle Pfeiffer when it was in the mafia and he was the detective. Oh, married, married, to the mob. Mob. married to the mob. He looks very good still. He was yeah. cute. Well, you're not my type. No. Well, there you go. He's not your type. So where do people find out? Like, uh, do you have like a website or anything that you can I go do. to? Coach? Let's do. promote that a it's, little bit. Okay. It's IamBetsyRussell.com. Oh, that's I. Easy. Yeah, the letter I, the letter, I, the letter M. IamBetsyRussell.com because somebody had already taken Betsy Russell and wanted $20,000 for it. So. Know, isn't that, that, that piss you off? There's another Russell no. I was fine with I am Betsy Russell.com. In fact, my Twitter is I A M, which I think I wanted them the same, but screwed up. Yeah. So I am Betsy Russell's pretty much who I am. Well, yeah. you should have, you should have told the other woman to use another name, Betsy Wetsy Russell. That's no. what they used to call me when I was a little girl. Isn't that funny? Betsy, <laughs> because that was the doll. That was the doll that my daughter yeah. had. Betsy Wetsy no. wedding doll. We did? The doll used to pee. Oh, yeah. You would feed it a bottle. And it was the, called the water Betsy would run Wetsy. Right it exactly. I thought that was a joke. I didn't even know that. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's true. It was it a was doll. Sad. I didn't have that doll. Diapers. They used to change the, the doll's old, diapers. But, yeah. but um, so now how wait, did you wait. Get one in? day I fooled them. I put wait. Them she gets to talk now. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> what? Now, how did you get into acting? So you did your first film when you were 19, right? Yes. I did my first commercial when I was 16, and I always wanted to be an actress since I was a little girl. So started when you I got lucky. Out. Somebody told me to go audition for a commercial in San Diego, and I got it. And uh, there was five of us girls. It was a Pepsi commercial buyout from Mexico. And there was five of us girls on five horses, and they featured me. And they really kind of made me the star of the commercial, and of course I loved it. And um, and I had really wanted to be a little girl, uh, a little girl. I'd wanted to be an actress when I was a little girl. So I'd kind of forgotten about it. And then this reminded me that this was really where I felt comfortable. And I liked I liked being in the spotlight. And then, you know, I thought, OK, now I guess I better try to learn to act. So I did my best. <laughs> did you go to any sort of training, any sort of school? Yeah, did you yeah. study with any coaches? I started, I started studying in San Diego, actually. In fact, I was doing um, I was doing theater and stuff when I was a little girl when I was about nine years old. And then I yeah, I was always in class through my twenties until I started having kids. I was constantly in acting class. 
that's yeah. my next question. Excellent. Who's the man in your life? Who's the man in my life? Um, I don't. Well, I have two sons. And I would have to say that they think they are the men in my life and the only men in my life, and that's the way they like it. And pretty much that's the truth. I date, I'm dating somebody that I like, but I'm not sure that he's ready. So I'm just available. Let me me tell you something. This is my daughter, Deirdre. I have another daughter, Leslie. Both are beautiful. Leslie's a blonde with green eyes. This one's a redhead with blue eyes. Help me. No, 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 no. I cannot figure out why I see the ugliest women in the world pushing babies. Because men are intimidated by pretty girls like Betsy, Leslie, and I. We're intimidated. Let me speak. I see you go to a club, ugly girls that are not so built well. All the cute guys are all over them. A beautiful girl is sitting there. She's playing with herself because nobody wants her. And you'd think that would actually bring it. No. What is it about you beautiful girls that men are so terrified of? Well, I don't think that's always the case. I've had a great marriage and I was with him for 13 years, two great sons out of that. And I've had, I was engaged for six years. I mean, I've had great relationships with very strong it does take a very an alpha male to really keep me interested and, and somebody that's very secure with himself. And there's a lot of men like that out there. So uh, it's, it's fun being single. I've really come a long way. And I think that had I been in a relationship all this time, I wouldn't have got my training. Um, I wouldn't be doing the things that I'm embarking on now because I've really been independent for a long time. So, I mean, I own real estate. I've raised my kids with my ex-husband and his wife. I spend a lot of time just alone with myself, and I'm very comfortable with myself. Of course, I would love to be in another great relationship, and I'm hoping that that happens. So, it but it seems like your heart, like like you say, with your life coaching alignment, you know, you sort of um, took all the places that you thought you needed a little work on, and you did that. You went ahead and doing it on your own, which is <laughs> oh, which is the most amazing thing because a lot of times women and men can fall into codependent relationships. You know, and that sort of prevents us from really doing it on our own. Then that way we're really whole for when that special guy does come along. He's really getting an amazing package because now everything is aligned. Two holes together. That's right. what I told yeah. this guy I was dating that when he met me, he was getting an enormous package. Actually, everybody in the chat room is uh, is talking about how they like all the girls, at least. And there's a lot of girls. Some of them I know because they've been on the show and they're like smoking hot also. And they're all saying the alpha male thing, though. They like alpha males, too. So that I, do. Oh, okay. I, don't even, I don't even mind a little bit of control. I mean, some people I hate controlling men. That's not even a trigger for me or a problem. I really like strong, masculine, successful men that are you know, funny and have a lot of time on their hands because then they, they can take me traveling in fabulous places, which is really, I think, the next part of my life I really want to see the world. I'm going to Europe in a couple of weeks to visit my kids who are both going to school there. And I think that that's going to be a big part of the next part of my life. So I'm looking... I'm traveling. I've been all over the world and I absolutely love it. And I just I, got back from Sweden. I just got back from Sweden and I just right can't even express to people, oh, you got to go to Sweden. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's so beautiful there. But where, where are you going to go? 
Um, I'm visiting my son. Well, this is an interesting story. My oldest son, Duke, is 22, just graduated from Southern Methodist. And he and I had a dream that he would get into Bristol Old Vic for acting because he decided he wanted to be an actor a couple years ago. So he was one of 14 kids in the world that did get in. So I'm going first to London to help him get situated and to have chills with him because we can't believe he got in. He's, yeah. He hasn't had much training, really. Um, and so I'm going there first. And then my younger son, who's 20 tomorrow, Vinny Van Patten, is going to semester abroad in Florence. So I'm going then to visit him in Florence, probably hit Rome, and then come home. Nice. So you'll be in yeah. England and in, and in Italy, two of my favorite places. Yeah, but unless I get swept somewhere else, we just never know, do we, what could happen. Now, your, your son's last name is Van Patten. Yes. Yeah, her ex-husband. So is that the Van Patten, the actor? Which one? There's, Vincent there's, Van Patten, the tennis Yeah, player. that's my ex-husband. Right. Oh, my God. I, I used to play Shh, tennis wait. against him when I was a kid. <laughs> Six degrees. Probably at my house. <laughs> no, not at your house, but like that's so cool. together. Yeah. He's a famous tennis player? He was back in the day, yes. Well, he, he was a famous actor, too. He was the bionic boy on Six Million Dollar Man. Correct. <laughs> And now he's a host on the World Poker Tour. Yeah, so I won't plug him. He gets enough plugging, but yeah. And he's on the Beverly Hills Housewife of Beverly Hills with his wife, Eileen Davidson, and my kids are on that sometimes as well. So our lives are pretty much Young and the Restless? Yeah, yeah. She's the new Beverly Hills Housewife. Last week we had John Barrowman on, and he was on Young and the Restless or As the World. No, he was on As the World Turns, but he was married to somebody somebody from. Yes, that was was Eileen's ex husband that you had on. It's so funny. That was our most listened to show we've ever had. It had over 3 million hits and just had almost 300,000 just on SoundCloud. Really? We're going to have you meet it. Cute guy. Cute guy. (laughs) How do you feel about your kids moonlighting on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? You know, um, my older son, who wants to be the actor, at first didn't want to do reality TV. He's been offered some other things. And he just said, I want to get my training and I want to be a real actor. My younger one is in journalism and he wants to be a serious broadcaster probably. So they weren't into it. So then I wasn't into it for them. But then when Eileen got the show and she asked them to be on it and said that it you know, she, she really would appreciate it if they would come on it once in a while. And they said to me, Mom... I know Eileen is going to come off great on the show. She always does. And I said, yeah, you're right. She will. And they said, and so that, that means that we're going to come off. Okay. So we're going to do it. And I'm, I'm happy. You know, it's, it's a great, it's a great way to get out there and be seen. And, and the world is really into reality TV right now. So whatever works, it's too hard to make it into the business. So reality TV is scripted. I mean, we all know that Uh, they follow a silver thread. Loosely Loosely scripted. Yeah. And so, in, in essence, he is working as an actor because you just don't go up there and say what you want. So he is following lines, he is taking direction, and he is—he does well, know his cameras. Thing for him so I do. mean, I would do it. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pocket the sure. money and just make sure that whatever reality no, no, no. I mean, side you're no, showing, my, no, the, make sure it's always a good one that's not going to hurt you further yeah. in life. If somebody pulls up that clip, that's the way I would yeah. look at it. I would do no, it because no. it's exposure. So, it's a different type of experience. The money I'm sure is, is nice, but I would just make sure that I dot my eyes, watch, you cross my T's, watch my okay. P's and Q's so it doesn't bite me in the ass 10 but, years but, later. The point that I was making was he wasn't going on TV just saying what he wanted, acting like a kid. Right. He's absolutely directed, scripted, and acting. That's the point. There's so, no script. There's no script, but it is, they oh. have an idea of what they want oh. the scenes to oh. look like. To follow. 
follow this, follow that. But that's good training. I mean, I think it's wonderful training because it gives him a sense of improv also. Well, it's also yeah. a different side of filmmaking for him to see. He's going to Bristol. He's going to see right. a that's going to be so sweet. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> so then when he starts to do film and TV, he's going to see that structure. And now he has seen the reality side. So these will all work in his favor. As so, long yeah, as he yeah. just behaves on camera and just, no, don't oh. get caught up. They're because they're, they're, make you they're, look horrible. You know, you no, they're, they're very, very uh, good boys. I so, think reality TV is what television was in 1949 and 50 when it was live. And they, they did the same thing. They really didn't have many scripts. They'd say to you here, go out and do this and do that. And the actors went and did it because right. they couldn't afford to do what they do today on television. And so, I know so many actors from that era, my God. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't think of one name. Tony Francioso, for, for one thing. I, I don't know if you know the name. Yeah, and he, he he did early television, and I think he was on a Twilight Zone or one of those things. And they said, "Now go out there. The spaceman is coming through the door," <laughs> and he had to do the whole thing. Yeah. Wonderful training, wonderful. Yeah. yeah so exactly. So we have like we have like two and a half minutes left. How about for your future of acting? You're still acting because you have a bunch of movies that just got done recently. Um, not creatures. I haven't done anything lately. Last thing I did was a play. I did a play in Hollywood a year ago. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm always, I've got a great manager and I'm always open. I, I turned down a lot of things because I feel like after doing the Saw movies, I don't want to get killed in some right. terrible little, you know what I mean? I kind of feel like I have to uphold the standard and I do hold myself to a bit of a standard at this point. So, Perfect. um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what comes my way. I do have a project that I'm, uh, doing it's sort of secretive but it's about beauty from the inside out and so i'm excited about that i'm working with somebody that i really respect on that and um i'm doing a lot of other things so cool. life is thank you all right so everybody Jennifer. listen up follow at i am betsy russell on twitter if you want to know what's going on with betsy she's super nice on twitter um we want to wish you a great I have time to ask betsy a question very important minute. hurry up Wait, B betsy uh, do, do you know fran drescher does she live near you Fran Drescher. Why do I know that name? Yes. She's a She lives in there. Oh, yes. No, I don't know her personally, actually. If you run into her, great. tell her, Ron Russell wants you on the show. Stop already. <laughs> I that, like, that's it. We all have our, like, uh, personal. She got married group. recently. She's probably busy yes. with her family. Yeah, I've she had, got married. I've had Lainey Kazan on. I've had, uh, I've interviewed everybody from that goddamn show except her from the You'll 90s. get when you stop wanting her. Yeah, oh, but that's true. <laughs> right. I bet yeah. you're right. Uh, that's good. I so love about her. It. She comes from the town where I came from. We grew up in the same town. Okay, so hold on. Let's go back. I don't want you on the show anymore. Everybody, follow right. follow at I I am Betsy Russell. We hope you have a terrific time with your sons going to school. I'm sure they'll be very successful. Have a fun, great, great time. Anytime you have anything you want to promote, please, we'd love to have you back. You've been fabulous, and we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. And thank you for making my screen so beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, Bye. Betsy. Bye. 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 Bye now. Bye. Awesome, so awesome, awesome, awesome. What she a pretty so girl. What a sweetheart. Pretty girl. Hey, everybody. So, like, that's really, really cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Chad, are you there? I am here. 
All right, we want to thank everybody in the chat room. You guys have been fabulous. Next week, we have Samantha Newer coming on. She's the original gem from Gem and the Holograms. Should be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Chad, we want to thank you. You've been super great. And everybody in the chat room, you guys rocks. We want to thank you for tuning in. We're going to have a great show next week. Make sure you guys tune in to everything that we got going on and check out JimmyStarsWorld.com. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.